the things that keep a vendor up at night is not whether that agent is better than the other agent. The things that keep vendors up at night is, will I get my price? Is this going to be painful? Is this going to be a nightmare? Am I going to be the person that gets stuck with that agent from hell that you hear about? Am I going to get a bullshit artist? That's what they think. The other guy on the other side of the camera is Nick Renner. Nick Renner is one of the directors of uh, the Jealous Crave, a, a group of officers in Melbourne. Um, he, of course, is today uh, experiencing day official one in, in lockdown. Um, but I've got to tell you, it ain't going to worry this guy too much because Nick Renner, who I consider a mate, He's a good guy. The reason I like him is I resonate with people that have been punched in the face. It connects me to people that have suffered. And the reason why is that when I know that someone has suffered, um, they know how I have felt. I know how this guy has felt. He's been on the brink, on the brink of brank, bankruptcy. Um, he's had plenty of roadblocks. He's had family issues. He's had business issues. He's left one group to go to another. Um, but the whole time, most of those years, he kept his shit together for most of the time and was writing $2 million plus as an agent in his, um, in his business. And um, that's phenomenal because, as they say, form is temporary, class is permanent. You're a class operator. And, um, mate, Welcome. No, I appreciate it. And that's a bloody good intro, mate. No, hopefully we don't disappoint anybody today. We've got to start off listing presentations by asking what does the vendor want? So when I've asked that question in the past, Tom, I don't know what your response might be to it, but um, sometimes they'll, you know, the main response is they want price. And then you've got to rephrase that question and say, what does the vendor want of you in that appointment? So what do they want to see? And sometimes we're a complete stranger in that in those appointments. Uh, sometimes we've got some knowledge of that client. So we don't know them intimately. They just know of us. And it comes down to a couple of things. But the easiest way, I think, to think about it um, for all the agents out there right now, just imagine you had a house that you wanted to sell that was not in your area. So, for example, Tom, you'd be probably looking at a beach house. So, where your beach house is, um, is, or if someone doesn't own a home out there, just think of if your grandma or grandpa had to sell and it wasn't in the area that you knew and you had to call in three real estate agents and you didn't know the area and didn't know any agents in that area and you called in the three agents, what would you be looking for? And that's the answer to the question. So, for example, you might call in three agents. The first one might be that agent that, you know, a bit of, chest beating agent that comes in and says, you know, I've done this and we've got market share and I've won this award and uh, which is all good. I mean, those, those points are all, all relevant. I'm not saying that's wrong or, or right. Um, you know, we've got heaps of buyers for it um, and they leave and, they, and they, they are pretty good operators. They can go in there and, you know, work themselves around a, a presentation. Then they might call in a second agent and the second agent might be that more relaxed agent, been in the business for a while but not a real massive go-getter, but they feel nice and they're nice people and they'll have a cup of tea and they'll sit down and they'll do all that and they've come in unorganised and they haven't got the knowledge. They kind of know oh, one sold around the corner but no detail to it um, and they leave that appointment unprepared, not really leaving anything with the client. 
Then you have the third agent and probably the one you want to price check. Just we'll say that for this particular example. But that agent just happens to come in, doesn't have market share or anything like that, but happens to come in and say, Tom, you know, I've really researched your property. I understand the land component that it's on. I've had a look at the, you know, you know, you've told me what the floor plan was all about and what I've done since. I've done my research in the area and this property sold for X. What I have done, though, is I've gone through my buyer sheets and I've highlighted four people um, that I thought would really suit your property. Now that I've seen it, um, I can see that it would really match their criteria. So we've got Mr. and Mrs. Smith that have got three kids. This property suits them well, but they were looking for car accommodation. But I think the opportunity is there, Tom, that if I can get them here, they have got a budget of $1,150,000, but if I can get them here, then we might be able to do something where either they could extend on a, a carport or a garage and have that accommodation. I don't think it's worthwhile getting them through. Now, Tom, I just want to know, would you be open with for me to bring these buyers through? Answer, might be yes, it might be no. Yeah. But my point is, when that agent leaves the property, so one thing I've always done in my life, whether it's real estate or anything, I've always tried to look at how the other person would be thinking so yes. I, I think about that a lot. So if I leave an appointment, I think, what's that owner thinking right now? Now, that owner, being Tom, I would have thought, may have been impressed by the first one, probably not impressed by the second. But that third one, do you think it might get him thinking that, hang on a second, this guy has actually or this person's actually done the research and it'd be worthwhile getting those buyers through before I make a decision? Yes. Why, why is Tom motivated by that? Now, I believe... Now, I, I'm, it's only my beliefs that I think vendors want two things. One is they want to know whether the agent has got the capability and the resources to get their price, that being qual fully qualified buyers. Right? That's a pretty obvious one. Number two, I think they want to know that given that you can be a complete stranger to these people, is this agent going to have my back when it comes down to the negotiation or are they going to fold? Are they going to go for the extra 10, 20, 50 grand or are they just going to pull back and just go for the safe deal? So if you're an agent... Nick, I can tell you, I've put myself being the vendor right now. They're the two things that matter to me. They're the two things that matter to my wife. They're the two things that matter to the people around me. The capability that that agent can attract the buyers there and then they're going to be hard on the final buyer. I want evidence and proof of that. Correct. So I'll say one thing to the, the real estate public. I don't believe, and it's, again, it's just my belief, I don't believe by you going in there and saying, oh, I've got heaps of buyers and getting all excited, particularly now in desperate times where stock's been you know, light, I don't believe the vendor, if you're agent number two that's come in and agent one number one's already said it, I don't believe that the vendor believes any of that anyway. I don't believe the vendor believes statistics a lot of the time either, in a lot of cases, not all cases, but in a lot of cases. So sp being specific yes. uh, is what you're going to see today. And my presentation, I rarely speak, I never speak about competitors, in, in, in direct competitors. I don't, I don't play the man. I just don't believe that's the way to go. And sometimes, you know, when it's been played against myself, it's kind of worked against the the agent when if they didn't do that, they probably would have got it. But it happens in real estate. It's competition. I'm not saying that. You know, you've nailed it, Nick. You've nailed it. I, I want everyone to listen here. You've nailed something profound, profound because I actually think 
many real estate agents go to a listing presentation thinking the way the agent thinks, not the way the vendor thinks. And the way an agent thinks is all the time they've got this thing about my competitors. I've got to prove I'm better than my competitors. I've got to sort of show that I'm different. I've got to show them. They've got this, there's always, look, there's a bit of hate in real estate. There's a little bit of ego, but there's always strong competition. And what happens is they go into a presentation thinking that that's the main thing. But the minute that you can think like the vendor, which has got a different sort of, the, the things that keep a vendor up at night is not whether that agent is better than the other agent. The things that keep vendors up at night is, will I get my price? Is this going to be painful? Is this going to be a nightmare, right? Um, am I going to be the person that gets stuck with that agent from hell that you hear about, right? Um, am I going to get a bullshit artist? That's what they think. Correct. Imagine you, Tom, someone's negotiating your home and an agent that you would obviously probably know, but... Um, you would be thinking if the buyer's really hot on it, you'd just be thinking that the agent's going to go for every dollar. I'll also say the good agents deliver with conviction. So um, it's the same as if I'm trying to pick up an appraisal at an open for inspection. You know, I'm, I look at it as like I'm trying to help someone. Other agents may look at it as they're invading their privacy or they don't want to disturb them. Um, I don't look at life that way. I just look at it as I'm trying to help you. I just need the detail so I can help you. So I'll take you through if you want to put up the slide. So my appraisals, my appraisals are pretty basic. I will always start off with timing. So if I go to an appraisal. It's given you a test drive of Real Estate Gym. Let me tell you, if you're a subscriber and a member of the gym, you'll be getting videos from our co-coaches all the time. You'll be getting mentors, you'll be getting scripts, you'll be getting dialogues, you'll be getting templates, and most importantly, my prospector, your personal accountability system to make more calls, get more appointments, get more listings. From around $10 per week, realestategym.com.au, your personal coach.